Action. All right, mics are on. Video, I believe, is on. Mouth is watered. Testing, testing. Say something. Matthew Ratto. Yep, that looks good. Okay, well, welcome. Not supposed to look at the camera, but first episode of the Performax podcast. Um, Day dot, you could say. Uh, I think this has kind of been a long time coming. It's definitely something that I've wanted to do. I've probably pitched it to you. Mm. So I don't know, since what, when? Start of last year or something? Yeah, yeah. Probably, and I think you've been working on it for a while, so... Well, man, I've just spent, just spent two hours bloody doing all the tech stuff, for God's sake. <laughs> uh, anyway, so if the audio's crap, uh, apologies, but look, it's that one, we'll get to it in the first place. Um, I think the what we're kind of, where we're kind of pivoting and where we're kind of going at the moment is we're trying to kind of expand that reach a little bit. We're trying to, I guess, market ourselves a bit more because what I kind of feel like is uh, everyone is I get well not everyone but I think we're starting to the name is starting to get out there I mean we've got what furthest north we are at the moment is what Maruchador further south Indrapilly Indrapilly and we got how many practitioners do we have now I don't know about 25 and counting something like that 20, yeah. 20 so we're up to 25 now so I think we're on well where were we at the start of 2021 2020. I, mean, I think I feel like we had six people at the start of 2021. Yeah, we might have had. We I think we had a small team of maybe yeah maybe seven or eight something like that. Um, I think yeah I think all we've seen you guys now really and who are yeah. still kind of with us to this day. So kind of like between 2021 and the start of 2022 and I think what did you say 16? Yeah, 16. So we kind of like almost doubled in size a little bit. Mm. Um, it's a bit scary in a way, but I mean, you know, I think opportunities there. I think it's good though. I think it's I don't know. It's, it's kind of been like. Because if we throw it, take it right back, mm. I mean, it used to be just you, me, and Kitty yeah. at, the, at the very start. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, to now that we've kind of got, like, 20, or not 20, sorry, 16 people, like, soon, probably, when we got everyone on, it'd be a little bit more, won't it? We've got a couple more. Yeah, we've got a couple of guys coming from South Australia. Um, a young girl coming from Melbourne as well. So, you know, you probably end up 28 in the next in the next two months kind of thing so yeah but again it's you know more about the quality of kind of people that we're bringing on i think is probably the better side of the coin rather than having you know it's not about having 50 plus practitioners it's about having more quality yeah i think that as well but oh well let's um let's throw it back to kind of like let's go back to when i guess you were used to work at inspire yeah i was um finishing up uni when was this like three four years ago now Probably yeah, about four yeah. years ago. Would have been like 2018, I'd say. Yeah. yeah holy crap, that is. And you stalked me on Instagram. Stalked to Instagram. Yeah. You slipped into my DMs. Slipped into the DMs. So, because I, I think I, because I did a call, when I was at uni, I got to the end and I was kind of like, mm. holy shit, where the hell am I? What's, what's kind of next? Where the hell am I going? Mm. And I was like, I did, I ended up doing kind of this course. And through the course, they were like, dude, just find someone on Instagram mm. who's doing what you want to do. Hit them up and see if you can shadow them for the day. So I was like, yeah, all right. So go on there. I'm having a look around. I'm like, oh, I think I've been, I think I've seen Nick. He's been putting up some, mm. you know, some, I think you're training a lot of um, uh, like bikini competitors or something. 
at yeah. the time. Bodybuilders, injured bodybuilders. So maybe that's what maybe that's why I was looking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <he was> talking, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so we, we really know why you wanted to shadow that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I was like, oh, I kind of know Nick because I used to play soccer with your brother, mm. the white man. Shout out to him. Um, and he'll love and that. He'll, he'll eat that up. He'll eat that up. <laughs> uh, so did that, and then I kind of I I think I remember one story about me coming over and your dad just in the Prado or something like that. And he was just revving it in the, um, this is when you used to live over at Aruna. Yeah. Anyway. So I'm like, Oh, I kind of have a connection through there. So I'll, mm. I'll hit Nick up. I'll see if I can come shadow him. You're like, yeah, mate, easy. Just meet me at my place at like three 30 in the morning or something. Like that. I'm like, what? Three 30 in the morning. Mm. Like, Oh yeah. I got to go to shoot into Brizzy and I started early. I'm like, okay, that kind of makes sense. Three, whatever you got to, it's early morning. Got to do that. So then I get over to your place, 3.30 in the morning, sparrow fart, get in the car, drive off to, um, drive off to, we went to West End, Brisbane I think in the West End. So where Inspire was, yep. um, then proceeded to do like a 15 hour day. I think of just like back to back sessions from like I think the first client was maybe like 5.36 in the morning and then I think our last one was like 8.30 at night and then somewhere in between there, we went and picked up a Christmas tree. Yeah, kidding. At some point. <laughs> that was key spot. Um, anyway, so that's kind of where I first kind of met you and I was like, all right, fucking doing, trained like this many hours a day. I think he was telling me like how much the session costs and everything like that. I'm like, fucking hell, this guy's a bit of, got a little bit of go about him. And then you're like, oh, you know what? I'm thinking about starting up my own thing in like maybe a year's time. Um, let me know when you're finished uh, or let me know I'll let you know where I'm at in a year's time I may have a job for you I think said like go out and just do some do some stuff so I think that was my first first I guess encounter with you and I was like fuck yeah I mean I'll touch myself to this guy's bandwagon a little bit see what's going on there um, and then you were in, at Inspire and then kind of what happened from there yeah I mean I was I was working at three I think <clears throat> three different um, clinical sites at the time and yeah, I guess just got to a point where I guess outgrew the business and thought, you know, I could change the standard of delivery of allied health a little bit more and, you know, look after practitioners and, and kind of build, build something with some ambitious people. So, so what did you think kind of was wrong with the, um, what did you think was wrong kind of like with the, I mean, I don't want you to bag out and spy the game mm. to start and everything, but I'm saying, what did you think was kind of wrong with the way that it was all working? What did you think you could change? Yeah, I mean... I've always thought like I've always been a very ambitious person myself and I think there just isn't you know and the whole, it's, it's not it's not just certain businesses it's the whole the whole industry there's there's not enough room for growth for ambitious people um, especially going on the mindset of you know you've got to kind of earn your stripes you've got to go and work for a certain amount of people for a certain amount of sporting teams do a lot of free work and then kind of you know you might be able to go and do your own thing um, but I thought why can't we prosper in an environment where all ambitious people can come together and we can create something massive and change the standard of delivery of our health and I think there's just that's probably where the you know yes like the care factor was it was always there we the way we treated clients I loved um you know I learned most of my technical skill set um, from the business that are, businesses that I've worked at over the years so um it, it's just more so I guess the environment and the structure of the businesses that I didn't really like and, yeah. I, and I saw a gap in the market from that and I guess it came from also working in, you know, first of all, my dad's business business as a mortgage broker um, and then a number of other businesses as well on the way while I was at uni and saw the gap where, and how people were treated and saw the turnover 
I thought, why are people just, you know, leaving these jobs? Why are they staying for five months, six months, or whatever it might have been? Why, why don't these companies have practitioners slash business business development managers, whatever it might have been at the time, for long periods of time? Um, and I just wanted to, I was like, well, how do we actually change that? Yeah, so I think, so then you from there decided, okay, if I guess this isn't what how I want it to be, I don't really see many other places where it's a bit like that why don't i just go out and do it myself like were you always kind of going to start the business like do a business type thing did you always kind of think that in the back of your mind i think so yeah i think the environment that i've grown up in you know like i've always said has just been business so i don't really know anything else honestly um yeah you know i was i always wanted to you know open my own clinic and have my own business and um help as many people as i could along the way and now it's you know not just about helping clients it's about helping practitioners build their life um, in and outside of the clinic. Yeah, awesome. I mean, like, I'm... anyway, um, touching on that. So Performax, when did we, so when was the official Performax opening? Like, when did you start? When did when did Performax become Performax? Yeah, 2017, yeah. About 2017? Yeah, so it was, I mean, I'm myself obviously first and then, you know, sole traders, subcontracted to a number of different places sporting teams whatever it might have been yeah and then obviously kitty, once kitty finished her degree then we kind of joined forces a little bit um, yeah she went into the same gym that i'll that i'll that i'm in at the moment as well at strathpine and then um yeah obviously went from there to the coast and then we brought you on and here we are yeah so brought me on i think first in 2018 and mm. so then so i was working at jets caloundra so yeah. I was out of that one. You were in Strathpine and you were probably, were you still at Inspire at that stage as well? Not at that time, no. Not at that time. Okay. And then, yep, so brought me on. And then I think for me, I think a big thing is what we probably, well, I definitely me at the start was it's kind of that bridging that gap from university mm. to working in the industry is just, I don't know, it's like a, just a big pit of doom pretty much. It's just, it's a very tough kind of transition and i do think there's probably not that many i guess for exercise science and exercise physiologists there's not many facilities or anything that's kind of really offering uh jobs out there unless you kind of go in and do it yourself mm. like how many people have we sat there and interviewed and from an exercise science point of view and they're always saying oh i want to work with um Professional sport. I want to work in professional sport. And then the EPs, they're like, oh, I can't find anything other than kind of like the hospital type environment. It's like, why couldn't we have um, both of them together? But then at the same time, you've kind of got these people coming out of, you know, university and they're very unequipped and kind of unprepared. Vice versa, you see someone who may have been just being a generic, like being a personal trainer. Yeah. And they're coming out and they're leaps around these uni students mm who, you know, of some cases have got like three, you know, four year, maybe a master's, potentially mm. a PhD, but they've got zero practical experience. And you're in an industry where 80% of the workload is all practical. Yep. And then, you know, it's, it, it, the theory is good, it's relevant, but if you can't apply it, then what the hell's the, what's the, hell, what the, hell's the point? Mm, exactly. I think, um, you know, there's, and that's the gap in the market at the moment as well. There's, there's, big disparity between what happens after uni and then, you know, how do I get an exercise scientist or physiologist job? What do I actually do to get that? And, you know, like you said, the, the personal trainers coming out of 
like and upskilling and whatnot, they have a, a lot better understanding of what kind of goes on in that environment. Because honestly, let's 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 be honest. Um, you know, yes, we might have a little bit more skill set than a personal trainer, but you know, we treat in the same manner. We treat in a one-on-one environment a lot of the time as well. We just might have a broader scope of practice. So, you know, um, and it's having having that knowledge and having that foundation at uni can only take you so far. Yeah, um, I think the industry lacks a lot of young guys that can actually go out and build relationships as well with clients. Like, you know, building a client base is about building relationships, right? Yeah. Well, I think I think that's. I mean, touching on that again, I think that's kind of like what I guess Performax was built on i think at the same time it's like it's very much so everyone's taught or wants to master their skill set in kind of like the technical side of things Mm. it's like oh i want to become you know i want to get better at strength i want to get better at coaching i really want to you know learn all the sets and reps Mm. but the reality is the more important part is the communication side with the clients. It's more the business skills, so how to get clients, how to get people in front of you, how to market yourself. These are all the things that you don't really, uh, that they don't really address and they don't really tell you how to do and they don't tell you the realities of it. Mm. And I think that's what, I guess, Performax uh, in itself has kind of been, because I know when I first came on, all I wanted was technical. Well, not technical, but I wanted... Like I definitely needed technical, but I needed all of it. Mm. It was more so how can I upskill myself and I can do that through this company. And I think the company as a whole, we put a lot of emphasis on, um, you know, making sure we're helping continually upskill and educate people and Mm. give them not necessarily um, everything that they need, but the things that they, everything that they need in a sense to thrive. Like, yes, sprint mechanics and stuff, we know it but it's probably not relevant to someone first coming out who's got no clients in front of them like that. Yeah, I mean, the relevance is, is probably not there at the, at the moment as well. You know, if you're, if you're a new practitioner starting in one of our gym sites, the relevance to sprint mechanics and musculoskeletal rehab is probably not that sufficient, right? You don't really need it um, until you get that client in front of you. And the re- reality is you're probably not going to remember it yeah. until you have that client in front of you. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's until you're like applying it anyway. So I guess what kind of, so what kind of is Performax Science to you then as a whole? Yeah. Like what's kind of like the vision, what's kind of like the mission at the moment where, what, what is it, what are we doing right now? Because I feel like, like, as I was saying kind of at the start, like people kind of starting to know who we are, mm. um, but they probably don't know kind of, I guess, what we do exactly. Yeah, I mean, from a vision, from a vision point of view, the, the vision from a, the business point of view has always been to change the delivery and the standard of allied health, I think, from not only a client, perspective but a people's perspective as well so you know we our vision is to develop people first and then from there we can obviously take the technical skills and and take them to higher levels from there um we want to we want to open you know clinics australia if not if not globally at the same time so to do that we've obviously got to have a big team and a a good team at that and the quality has to be there too so you know when we're recruiting it's not only just understanding you know what where these practitioners are technically but it's more about what type of person these are we, are we kind of getting, what type of personality type are we, are we looking at? Um, can we see these people in the business long term? So that's kind of the vision um, from, I guess, my point of view. Yeah. And what, do, and what do we do as like a service as well? Yeah. So exercise science, exercise physiology. So what is that to people maybe? So it's definitely a big question that I get asked by um, a lot of friends. Oh, what is, so what's the difference between the exercise? What does an exercise science actually do? Yeah. I get that question a lot. So what's kind of like, what's the difference? Yeah, from the scope of practice point of view, 
So, you know, X-Science, you've got musculoscular re- rehab, um, it's the same thing, X-Phys, neurological, metabolic, cardiac. So the scope practice is just a lot broader, right? So your personal yeah. trainer is only going to, you know, they can only do um, strength, weight loss, muscle mass, you know, the more basic kind. Yeah. Um, whereas our EPs and X-Science guys dive a little bit more deeper and try to actually make a behavioral change in the client's life at the same time. It's not just like come in for a session and we'll just kill you. Yeah. It's actually making a behavioral change and helping them change their life at the same time. Yeah, and I think that's very the thing that like we want Port Formax to um, be known for as well. It's like that evidence-based training results. Well, actually, I say more results-based training. Mm. There's probably a better, way, a better way to put it. It's just like obviously, you know, we probably just have a bit of in-depth a more in-depth knowledge on certain subject, uh, certain topics. You know, as I said, musculoskeletal rehab, um, all different other types of conditions, and we kind of treat that um, accordingly. But so, but what else? So that's kind of like part of what we do and what we teach. And then, what else do we kind of? What else are we kind of there for as well? What What other services do we kind of offer? From so you got obviously the mentorship from an education setting as well. So. Yeah. Um, and then all, obviously all our courses that we offer at the same time. So, you know, you've got a massive education platform that, you know, yourself run. And then from that perspective, we try to obviously make sure we're educating the wider demographic of kind of what we do, um, but also upskilling courses at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think kind of like that's definitely been, I think, a big thing that I've probably seen since I've been there is that obviously when I came on, I was very much looking to be kind of, you know, have this, have the skill set and kind of upskill myself. Um, to a point where I kind of, you know, felt really comfortable treating every, um, anyone who comes in front of me. So I think, I think that's such an important aspect as well. I think like, yes, where obviously, um, all our practitioners can treat, um, all different, uh, populations of clientele. But I think another big thing is what we are, is we really want to, um, we really want to, uh, probably broaden our range of like in the education space because yeah. i just think that's such an important part because there is there is that gap between university and um working in the real world that i just think keeps getting bigger and bigger and you know there's all our practitioners that come on they always say oh you know i probably would just like some you know assistance in you know learning a little bit more and um you know whether it's in the education space and or just, I know I want to treat more different conditions. I want to know how to do that. So I think education is a big part of what we are. So it's very results-based training, but it's also very, we want to champion that practitioner as well. Mm. We want to be able to, you know, help as many people as we can. Um, you know, if PTs who want to upskill themselves or, um, you know, uh, graduates coming out of university who want to, upskill themselves a little bit more like we want to provide that service as well and i think internally we've been doing that very well and now we've just started obviously this is our um fourth intake of kind of like the mentorship that we've kind of been refining over the last three years and now i think we've got a product that's pretty good at the moment that um we're now kind of putting out there and helping you know some more helping some more people just you know bridge that gap I think I think the mentorship is a massive opportunity for those young guys coming through, and the guys have that have done it. You know, you can see the success rate going through. You know, that kind of course does offer everything under the sun that you need to start. You know, whether it's a personal training business, you know, on your own as a sole trader, um, an exercise scientist level, even a sports team. You know, 
um, EP level at the same time because it does yep. touch on a lot of those soft business skills, but a lot of technical capabilities in that as well. So there is a lot of um, work in that course that encompasses everything that you know we believe that makes a successful practitioner. Yeah, exactly. And I think like, well, and where? So what's kind of next for us? I guess at the moment, like obviously we started to I think broaden our scope, uh, our reach, I guess, through mm. marketing is probably like a big thing that we're kind of starting to work on a little bit more on. Hence why we're doing kind of like this podcast. Yeah. Um, also, we want to try and use this podcast and use this platform to help as many people as we can as well. Because I think obviously if we want to kind of change, mm. you know, the way that allied health and uh, people, are perce- uh, you know, practitioners are perceived in this industry and help create as many jobs as we can going forward, um, whether that's working through our business or yeah. st- someone else starting their own as well. It's, it's, we want to really help. So I think the more uh, value that we can give people through like a platform like this, mm. um, the better. So where do you kind of, I guess, see the, the company going from here? Like what's kind of like, what is next for Performax? Yeah, I mean, I think we need to kind of, you know, stick in our lane at, lane at, at the minute. Um, I think there's a massive mark on the Sunshine Coast that hasn't been hit. Yeah. Um, you know, we, you and I always say we've got to make sure we're not kind of broadening the scope too much and we're not going into, you know, the Gold Coast or, you know, far north regions kind of just yet. It's, it's got to be kind of, you know, own that region to start off with, develop a brand name, develop, develop the awareness of what, who we are and what, what we're like yeah at the same time once we have that then we can kind of move forward from that perspective and if you know if the vision long term is to have multiple allied health clinics around australia then you know you've got to kind of start somewhere and you know for us it's all about the sunshine coast at the moment i think and making sure we've got networks and making sure we've got relationships with people and businesses and 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 the support networks that we need for our practitioners at the same time um that's kind of the the next step from the business point of view and and making ourselves a little bit more known on the sunny coast, yes, you know, you talked about it. Guys coming out of uni might know who we are, um, but does the wider demographic know who we are if you go outside of, you know, yeah. the sunny coast? Yeah, exactly. And I think that just goes back to we want to make, obviously, Sunshine Coast kind of like our hub yeah. um, at the moment. And uh, we've probably got some things in the pipeline, which we, we might release on a later date on another, pod, uh, on another podcast. But I think what we're doing... What we're doing now is we're focusing on the Sunshine Coast, building up our reach, building up our platform there. And then long term, you know, one in long term, where do you see maybe nationally, internationally? Yeah, nationally, internationally. Um, I think the growth is kind of, it's it's probably, it's probably something that, you know, I probably, I'm probably not sure of how far we can take it. And it's not about that. It's, it's more so about helping as many people as we can and, and developing, you know, a business model that we can help as many practitioners at the same time. Um, and I think the way we have things set up at the moment is definitely capability to do those things nationally and internationally. Um, but it's, yeah, it's more about like, like you said, kind of honing on the sunny coast in Brisbane to start off with and then going from there. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think that kind of does it for episode one. Um, thanks for talking with me. Right. Done Good. well. How'd it go? No, I think it went all right. Not too bad. You did your, well, you did, your t- you did the test fun last <laughs> time, so you kept me on track this time. So right. a bit better. Beautiful. All right. Well, thank you for listening to episode one. Um, hope you enjoyed it. We'll get better as we go on. But um, oh, I think I'll see you, and hopefully we'll be interviewing Kitty next week as well. Yeah, we'll be bring Kitty on. We'll, we'll take her fees away. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> okay. Right. Awesome. Oh. Is that-
kind of 